Open your Bibles with me to Acts chapter 1. We continue from our scripture that we have been reading. And then quickly we'll just go to verse 9. Amen. Amen. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up. And the cloud received him out of their sight. Now, we have been looking at this for some weeks now, that we have been trying to to look at the, the birth of a first, the first revival after the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Are we together here? Why is that important? That's important because the age will end the way the age started. Are we together with me? This this dispensation of of uh, of Christ. You know, in this verse, the Bible told us in in verse ten and eleven. Whilst they were looking at him, two men came and said, "Just the way you have seen him taken up, that will be the same way he will what he will it will come back." Are we together here? So. The, the the age will end like it started. Are we together with me? And so sometimes, all the times, when God wants to birth life in his church, because several times we go off, off greed, we skid off the greed, you know, and then when God wants to birth the church back on track, are we together here? What he does many times is that he takes us back to the beginning. Are we together here? He takes us back to when he started. And um, he releases an anointing on, 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 the, on the, the setup of the apostolic ministry. There's an anointing on the apostolic ministry that can unearth lost truth. Amen. Amen. Unearth it and inject that truth back into the body so that the body can come back to the center of God's will. Are we together here? Yeah. So the, the apostolic um, uh, office is God's tool of building and rebuilding. Are we together here? And so, and so we always will have need to go back to these documents so that we can we can rehearse are we together with me the ways of the Lord and that we can reintroduce um, those ways back into the into the body are we here friends praise God Hallelujah. glory to Jesus Hallelujah. Um, so, uh, for those who just signified to joining the media team, if you are in church today, immediately after the service, we will have a meeting at the office. And so, and so we have been looking at this chapter. Are we together, friends? Yes, and the reason is because we want to look into the spirit of, of revivals. Are we together here? And step so that we can find our feet in the accurate place, and so that we can qualify for divine impartation. 
And now the truth is, a lot has been lost. Are we together here? And a lot of you who got saved were saved were saved into a lie. And what I mean by that is, your salvation is true, but the where the church is at that time is a lie. Are we together here? And so, and so you are born into a lie, and um, sometimes the the church was unable to cause what happened inside you to flourish. Are we together here? And so when that happens, God will once again release the apostolic office for the rebuilding and um, rebranding and restructuring of God's house so that he can look like the original pattern. Are we together here? And the tool of that is nothing but the scripture. Praise God. And so in in, um, verse 9 of this scripture, which we were looking at, and um, I wouldn't go from verse 1 again. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up. A cloud received him out of what? Out of their sight. I wouldn't want to talk about that cloud for, for long, but that cloud is, is a, it, it typifies the presence of the Lord. Are we together here? That cloud typifies what? The, the presence of the Lord. You see, but it's 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 a bit deeper than that. It, it typifies the presence of the Lord in the sense that the Lord is present. Are we together here? Now, that should be the sign or the proof of or the or the 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 validity of every. Christian gathering. Are we together here? The validity of every Christian gathering should be what? The presence of the Lord. Now, there should never be a gathering without that presence. Are we together here? There should never be a gathering. The the presence of the Lord is the proof that the gathering is valid. Uh And um, now, this particular presence is also is also meant to be present with your life. Now, this particular cloud that you're seeing here, it's not just, you can have the indwelling of the spirit and not have this one. This is like, like what manna was for the children of Israel when they were joining. Are you together with me? This is like the spiritual manner that 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 ought to that ought to you know when you wake up in the morning you will see the temperature if you pick your phone your phone will show you the temperature huh? of the of the day right it will show you some of you have that in your screensaver. Now, this cloud ought to be the temperature of your life. And the child of God must have this cloud. Are we together here? This, this cloud, the child of God must have it. It is, it is what you call the witness of the spirit. Are you together? I mean, don't joke with this cloud. Now, not everybody has this. 
Are we together here? Yes, sir. Now, this is, this is a core sign that you have an ongoing relationship with God. Now, you can be saved, but your relationship with God is not ongoing. Are we together here? Yes, sir. Now, there are people who have stopped working, to, working with God for many years. Are we together here? Huh? Now, this freshness will not be uh, upon their lives. There is a freshness that the believer must carry. Immediately you got saved, this thing was introduced into your life. Immediately. It's, a, it's the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are many reasons why you can lose this. I wouldn't want to go there today because that's not the purpose of the of the teaching. But you can lose this. And when you lose this, you have to cry for it again. Because when you have lost this, you are not practically ease. Are we together here? Yes, sir. Now, how can you lose this? Heresy can make you lose this. When you when you allow the spirit of error to permeate into your soul, you will lose this cloud. You will lose the witness. Yeah. Now, you will still be saved, but you are not functioning. Heresy. The spirit of error. It's a very bad spirit. It's one of the, it's one of the toughest demons that I am aware of. Out of all the demons I know, the demon of error is a very tough demon. It's, it's a crazy demon. It's one of the toughest demons. In fact, some people believe that this demon cannot be casted out. I've, I've seen a preacher who believes that it's, it's like a cancer. Yeah, it's one of the toughest demons to, to deal with. When the spirit of error enters a soul, it will operate like the spirit of Christ. It's very dangerous. And um, what you need with what you need to deal with this spirit is a very is not an easy virtue. You need the spirit of humility to deal with spirit of error. And humility is for the mature. Are we together? That's why sometimes when the spirit of error hits. The only solution God has is to humble the person. If God wants to deliver the person. That was what Paul was talking about when he was talking about that guy in the Corinthian church. The issue with that guy was not the sin. It was the error. It was the spirit of error because the man, the, the guy was having an affair with his father's wife. Now that was not the issue. Sin can be forgiven. That's not the issue. The issue was that the man was not even sorry about it. He you will be shocked that he has a teaching on it. Yeah. Yeah. You will not meet the spirit of error. It's a bad, it's a bad spirit. It's a bad spirit. It's a, I'm serious. It's a very bad spirit. So, so Paul says that let's let's give him to Satan. That's because God has tried. Let's employ Satan to to 
to walk. So Satan will deal with him. That dealing with him, I told you what it means. Accident, cancer, leukemia, um, liver malfunction, and all of that. Those are, that's what Paul meant in that scripture. Is to, is to commit his body for destruction. And that way he can come to his senses. And there can be space to try and redeem him. Other times God can just take the person out and welcome the person home. You know, for the, by the, his mercy, so that the person will not lose his spirit. Are we together? And uh, the spirit of error feeds in years. That's what it eats. If it wants to eat once, it might eat five years. Mm-hmm. That's the food of the spirit of error. That's the, that's the food of error. What it is to you say, what's your best food? Years. And it sometimes starts for five years. It will eat it. So a man's life, five years can be unaccounted for. Yeah, spirit of error. It's a very bad spirit. Are we together here? <laughs> That's why you have to believe the things everybody believes. <laughs> yeah. Don't believe what only you believe. You understand? Only you is wrong. The spirit of error will have to puff you up and whisper to you that you know something that nobody knows. Yeah. It will take you to one corner and whisper to you that you are great, that there are things you are seeing that the old world is not seeing. And it will tell you, don't worry. And that when people want to correct you, it will, it will tell you you are being persecuted. It will show you in the scripture that persecution arose because of the world. <laughs> I have real examples to give you. But you know all this Facebook life and all of that, you understand? So I can't say some things. But it's a bad spirit. A very bad spirit. So when you read the letter of Paul to Timothy, you will see him writing about five things and telling you that this saying is true and is worthy of all acceptation. I was introducing into Timothy the art of how to walk away from error. You must appreciate things that are true. And are worthy of all, all acceptation. Praise God. Um, another way to deal with the spirit of wisdom is to apply the spirit of error. Is to apply the words of um, the apostle that says that the wisdom that comes from above is first of all peaceable. It is pure and is first of all peaceable. You need to do the purity check. And the peace check. Huh? Yes, any any truth that compromises that 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 is lenient on sin has error in it, because the wisdom of God has to be it has to pass the purity check. If any preaching doesn't pass the purity check, check the fruit. Does this in, in, increase purity? Huh? Or it makes you comfortable with a bottle of vodka. <laughs> you know, there are truths that make you comfortable with vodka. You know. Said, how will you know if you have overcome if you cannot go there? 
וואו,
the cloud. So, so the heresy takes you, can take you, can take that cloud away from you. You won't have that witness. You, you see? That witness, God is, that witness, with that witness, God is saying, I am here. I'm, I'm currently here with these people. So heresy takes out that, um, uh, uh, that cloud. Sin takes out that cloud. Are you together with me? Sin, especially fornication. Fornication and adultery, especially. You know, uh, it's the spirit of error to say sin is sin. Sin is not sin. The Bible never told you all sin that is. We were always talking about fornication. fornication. Even lying is sin, yes. But they have all those sins, they have different things they do. Are we together here? Um, fornication and adultery would, would take you out of that cloud. You can't be a, a fornicator and retain this cloud. Are you together with me? Yes, Please talk now so that people will not think you are a fornicator. Are you with me? <laughs> <laughs> it's looking like I'm talking about you. Let it not look like that. <laughs> so flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. That's you do it outside your body. Use use new KJV. Let's not that 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 message is too important for us to lose it. Flee sexual immorality. Everything that man, that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. All right. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? So it's where that cloud is meant to be. It, it, it's a magnet. The body magnets that cloud. Are we together here? Yes, sir. Uh, who is in you and whom you have from God and you are not your own. Alright? For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now concerning, now give me where he was talking about, um, uh, um, Belial and, and all of that as regards fornication. So, fornication is also, fornication and adultery, are you together with me? Yes. Will cut you off of that, of that cloud. You see, God will not be able to witness of you. Are you with me? You are too quiet. You are too quiet. <laughs> you are, you are getting me afraid. You are too, <laughs> you are too quiet. If you if you if you stay too quiet, I will do three months series on fornication. <laughs> Are we together, friend? Yes, do not be unequally yoked together, unbeliever. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and communion as light with darkness? And what accord as this is it? The scripture I'm talking about how he told us not to join ourselves with our lots. Is it here? What accord has Christ with Belial? What part as a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols for? You are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will dwell in them and walk with them. I shall be their God. They shall be my people. Right? Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. Alright? Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I take the members of Christ and make them? Make them. Are you with me now? 
So you, so conversion goes on in fornication. Are you, as you, as you live in fornication, you are converted. That's how to be, that's how to be unsaved. You know. You know, if you believe in Christ, you got saved. Now, if you want to convert back, maybe, <laughs> maybe you converted your daughter to Nera. You now want to convert. That is the technology. Are you with me? This is how to convert. Now, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a hallowed? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a hallowed is one body? Now, you know you were first one body with Christ. So when you step into fornication, you become one body with an hallowed. Forget that um, they said you are carrying the, that you carry somebody's uh, spiritual problem. No. Forget that one. If it is that one, we'll go and do deliverance. It's not about spiritual problem. Are we together here? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. So if you are tired of this faith, you just live in fornication. After a while, you will find out that you are no more saved. You have become, you are back as a sinner man, going to hell. And that, and that would be, that would have been a successful adventure. So, sin. Now, you know, the spirit of error was the time the spirit of error eats the church and, and, and made light of sin. Yeah. And that's why we have a, a generation that is castrated. So, RSC will take out that cloud. What else will take out the cloud? Sin, especially fornication and adultery. Another sin that will take out that cloud is bitterness. Which is the elder brother of unforgiveness. So, that's the fruit of unforgiveness. So, Bitterness is a bitterness is a virus. Yeah, it's a virus that has the capacity to destroy. Why? Because the very spirit of bitterness is anti the spirit of God. Because God is love. So when you are bitter, you stop. You you are practicing an anti spirit. Praise God. That's all the enemy is. Satan is bitter. I hate to get up. So bitterness. And how do you deal with unforgiveness when when God makes you aware of your sin? That's how to do it. That's how that's how to give the way you can give forgiveness is when you catch a revelation of how sinful you are. And then you lose your right to withhold another person's sin. And that's why the Bible says that um, he will forgive us trespasses as we will forgive those who trespass. Why did he say that? That's a threat. (laughs) But the point is a reminder that we have case to settle. So you should be more concerned about 
our mere use case than your case with another person. He says, he will, he will forgive you as you forgive those who trespass against you. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's just a reminder. So sometimes you just need God to, it's not about God softening your heart. You don't. <laughs> It's just the revelation of how terrible you are. That was how they forgave that woman. The woman caught in the act of adultery. Jesus said that if you have, if you are without sin, it's usually when you want, when you, the reason why you have a stone to throw against another is because you have forgotten sin, sin day for grand, I get to your so they forgot. So they were carrying stone to stone that were Jesus Christ now reminded them. Say, if you are without sin, quickly cast out the stone. And boom, they began to remember that, oh boy. Even as I, when I heard when they wanted to stone this woman, I was with a babe. I came out. <laughs> I came out from the room to come and stone this woman. <laughs> Even after I studied this one, I'm going back. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you see people without mercy, it's not because they are righteous. Too. I'm telling you the truth. No, it's not because they are righteous. When you see people hating other people's sins so badly, it's not because they are righteous. Too. It's because they have forgotten that there are issues. Are you together with me? Oh, yeah, call Roti, I call Tue. Call Kailara. Call Jorororo, the Kovagbisuri. A lot of you like people's issues so much. If I, you want update, you, you, you refresh your browser. Whether this, are you together with me? And I've told you, it's always a seed. I'm telling you, your, your response to other people's flaws and faults, I tell you, listen, know that anytime somebody's faults or flaws come to your table, you are under a potential attack. You are under a prophetic attack. I tell you the truth. See it that way. That, okay. Over gets me, Lola. I'm telling you, that's how, that's the only way you should see it. That's the only way. Everybody's watching you. God is watching you. The enemy is watching you. Let's look at what it would do. See, anytime you, someone's sin comes to your table, hmm, you are in more problem than the person. Yeah. <laughs> Because no matter the sin, there's only one solution, forgiveness. No matter how you feel, the only response God has over that person's sin is forgiveness. But you, that sin you're about to commit, whether you are forgiving or not, is not the issue. There's, it's a seed. You can't be, you can't be, you can't, nobody can forgive you of a seed you sow. The response of sowing seed is harvest. 
is reaping. They don't forgive seed. It's sin God forgives, not seed. I know some of you are, you are not comfortable with what I'm preaching. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can be touching you those who are not comfortable. <laughs> and that's why I'm doing it slowly. <laughs> you are waiting for me to go to a topic that will excite you. <laughs> so the issue with fornication is this. <laughs> ah, see, do not be mocked. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. <laughs> Whatever, there's no forgiveness for seed. Whatever a man's soul, that, that, that particular thing, he will also reap. Are we together, friends? So, in fact, I wanted to say Galatians chapter 6 is your best friend. I didn't even know it was in Galatians. Give me 6 1. Galatians chapter 6 is your best friend. That's your theology. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any. Now, now the word any. <laughs> the word any as, as, uh, what's the word? Has captured everything. There's none that I say, ah, ah. <laughs> a kid in around 55 people. Mm. You see, because nobody sinned against you. Yeah. Wow. Now, the person they sinned against, this is how he told us to undo it. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in anything, you who are spiritual, eh? what do you do? Restore such a one in spirit of gentleness. And the reason is considering, is <laughs> can you see the prophet there? Less or else. You also. So, immediately, sin comes to your table, remember yourself. Yes. I say, Ulua, okay, okay. Ah, there's something happening in my future, okay. <laughs> then, you now sow the good seed. Yes. So that you would, are you together with me? Yes. If you get, yes, I'm so angry. Verse 2. Bear one another's burdens, also fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something, when he's nothing, <laughs> he sees himself. But let each one examine his own work and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone, not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. <laughs> let him who is taught the good, the word, share in all good things, him who teaches. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will, reap, he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh. Alright. Leave that. Are you getting the point now? 
So what are the things that retain the cloud? That take away the cloud? Error, error will take out the cloud. Heresy, spirit of error, heresy, sin, especially fornication. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You know, when Paul was writing to Timothy, one of the one of the sins they particularly told him not to joke with is youthful lust. Yeah. He told him, "Give me." I think that's two twenty-two. Let's see, let's see. No, is it two nineteen? I think it's two nineteen. Let's read it. It's only truth that can set one free. Yes. So we'll look into it. No, it's no, it's not this one. Is it twenty? So let's start from nineteen. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. Are you together? So you can see that there are two lists. Eh? There are two salvation lists. <laughs> are my friends here? Back it up. Let me show you. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God. Huh? Be diligent. Huh? To present yourself approved to God. This is what you people call study to show yourself approved. And the assumption it means read Bible. That's not what he's saying. That scripture has nothing to do with Bible. The reason we were permitted it to be like that is because it's also a good thing to say. But it's not talking about when it says study to show yourself approved. He's not talking about reading your Bible. He said, be watching yourself. Like, be, be studying yourself. You see, you need to put touchlight on yourself every day. That, uh, is it where with me? Yeah. I, I still plan to do a series on a daily, something about daily. I mentioned it, but I haven't done it. You need to be putting touchlight on yourself that, hey, am I still up? The reason is that many times you leave yourself unwashed for too long. And so matter, matter don't scatter before the enemy has had a few days. They have, they have started like eight complaints on your head, JV, everything. Just. <laughs> the enemy has done start up with you. The start up has, has grown as they have done many complaints on your head. <laughs> Because, because you did not watch yourself. You understand? He has started one company, two co- and the five companies are successful. Now, joint venture, he has, he has got investments, he has, you know, your life has become robust for Satan. Because you did not watch yourself. Are you with me, friends? So Timothy says, God, Paul wrote to Timothy and said, you have to be diligent. To present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But some profane and idle babblings, for they will increase tomorrow. Stay there, even though I don't want to stay here for long. But you see, come, let me explain something to you. The the Holy Spirit is not the Spirit, is the Holy Spirit. Now that holiness before spirit is very important. 
a lot of you just know is the spirit, but it's the Holy Spirit. Now that Holy Spirit has an atmosphere where which it thrives. And that's why there are some things that you think are not that deep that the Holy Spirit is cautioning you. Then there are some things the Holy Spirit cautions you of that you still go ahead and do. Because you know it's not that serious. For example, you want to eat too much and you have a witness say, Oti to Oti you. <laughs> you know, some of you, the Holy Spirit has to tell you, you have, that's how much you have lost your mind. That you, you did an encounter to Oti you. I put it to you, Oti you, you know. <laughs> now, what happens is that, are you with me, friends? Under that kind of atmosphere, <laughs> ungodliness is increasing. Yeah. So when you want to, when you want to retain sharpness, don't allow the atmospheres that are not holy. That's one of the things the enemy does to us. He deadens. You see, before he attacks you, he will first normalize you. You understand? That's why you can't, you, you, you can't watch too many movies and be spiritual. The possibility does not exist. Your hobby cannot be watching film. Let me tell you, one of the reasons why a lot of you are not fervent is because you are, you are addicted to your phones. You can't be an addict and be a fervent Christian. And that's why you have to learn to take breaks of your phone consistently. You have to do it consistently. So sometimes you can have a time, have a time where you are never on your phone. Make it a rule. It can be from nine o'clock. You are never on your phone. Huh? Sometimes go off breaks <clears throat> off your social media. Go off breaks. When I mean break, I don't mean two days. I'm saying go go off breaks. You can you can do months, you can do weeks of it. Especially if it has nothing if you can do if it doesn't have to do with your with your work. Every everybody must have a Nokia phone. This was what Kumuyi, uh, Papa Kumuyi preached in his yes, own sir. days. Yes, that went to the extreme. Yeah. What phones represent now was what television represented yes, then. And that's why they went to the extreme of not watching it at all. But check it. Those guys had enough holiness to yes, change sir. the nation. Yes. Some of you don't, you don't give deeper life the honor due to deeper life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they changed the nation. Yes, sir. The, the deeper life Christian is a Christian. Yes, sir. Yes. Anywhere, anytime, any place. Yes, sir. It, it was one of the it was one of the ways people God had taken me to the SU movement before spiritually. One of the encounters I had was that God took me to the SU revival. And God told me to pursue it. He said, Until your meetings are like this, you have not yet hit it. Mm. Yes. The SU revival is more accurate than what we have now. One of the things that revival had was that cloud. Yes, yes. <clears throat> uh, 
29 out of 30 churches I've gone to don't have that cloud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will start saying these things now. I didn't to say them before, but I, um, I perceive I should start saying some things now. They don't have that cloud. You see, under that cloud, there, there are things you can't do. No. We have comfortable sinners in our churches. Now, it's strange. There are people who quickly, who quickly finish the club so that they can meet service. Yeah, you say, ah, enjoy it too. I mean, let me let's see. Am I telling a lie? No, sir. No, sir. I was doing prayer meeting. The other, we'll get there. Small, small. Get you. So, you shun. Are we still here, friends? If I'm talking about you, it's for your deliverance. It's for your deliverance, and you should you should embrace it because the devil is about to take you out. Yeah, listen. Repentance is the mercy of God. Repentance is not a decision. It's the only reason why you can make that decision because you have found mercy. Anytime you see opportunity to repent, don't plan to do it tomorrow. Because that feeling and that ability to do it today is not from you. It's the mercy of God. And and mercy, something about mercy is that you cannot determine its cycle. Your next cycle, death might have taken you before your next cycle. Yeah. You can't determine the cycle. That's why it's called mercy. It is one of the gifts, it's one of the fruits of sovereignty. It flows on the sovereignty of God. So, you shun profane and idle babblings for what they would increase now the point is there are atmospheres and there are actions that kill inward life. Are you with me? Yes, inward life. So you have to make sure you don't give yourself to those things that that kill inward life. Huh? There are babblings, there are profane and idle babblings. Just talking anyhow. I tell you that whenever you see that your talk, the spirit is already grieved. How many of you know those kind of talks? Yes, He's already grieved. Don't be used to those kind of talks. The more you are used to those kind of talks, you are losing your, your fire. So, so there is a connection between holiness and quietness sometimes. Yeah. Let's read. Now, and their message will spread like cancer. Huh? I, menus and Philitos are of this sort. Who have strayed. That's spirit of error, Abby. You remember what I was teaching? Who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection is already past. That's error. 
You see, it's not just wrong Bible. There are some errors that what you are missing is fundamental to salvation. If you miss it, you can't retain that cloud. He said, they said resurrection has passed and they overthrow the fate of some. <laughs> What's the meaning of overthrow? Practically speaking, what's overthrow? When you hear overthrow? They've take over, taken over. So, everybody's faith, Jesus is the one there. Error can overthrow it. Say, so Jesus is no longer in charge of this life anymore because of error, right? They've overthrown the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord, so you can see that there are two salvation lists. There is the one everybody has, the one they think they have. God has his own. Is that one God used to use, um, remove? You understand? They might not have updated it on earth, but God's list is always updated. <laughs> yeah. He says, the Lord knows those who are his. Now, not just those who are saved. So is that cloud, that witness that proves that you are still what he is? So you can't be saved and go and relax. You are born again, then anything goes. No. After you are born again, are you see his? You have to maintain that one. Am I preaching? See, this thing I'm telling you. If you doubt it and believe otherwise, your chances of fire are high. This thing I'm telling you is the truth of God's word. I'm not deceiving you. You say, oh, no, no, you are saved, I'm, I'm saved. So this pretty like God is. <laughs> I'm telling you for free. You know, not, normally I should not say it because it means that, ah, why is, is his message only, is this is it only his message that is correct? This particular one, this is the only one that is correct. <laughs> This is what I'm telling you. The Lord knows those who are his. Now, let everyone, God say, I know, I have my list of, let everyone who names the name of Christ, I'm born again, so okay. He does all do. If you are named by my name, depart from iniquity because I know those who are my... I'm trying to let you understand the spirit of this writing. Hey, go show off well. I know you are speaking in tongues. Okay. I wish I can show you, but hey. Stop bragging and say, I'm a child of God. I'm like, I have the light of God. Depart from, depart from iniquity. That people go, yeah, I'm a born again. I'm sorry. Oh, the girlfriend. Hey. Me, but I Why do you know? Hey. That's the meaning of this scripture. That's what he's saying. Lord knows those who are his. If you name, if you are named by his name, that's not enough. Depart from iniquity. You cannot continue iniquity and still be crying and still be screaming that I am his. That's what he's saying to you. 
That's what the Lord is saying that and not, I not send you. And we have seen it. Jesus showed us this about those who boldly went and said they are is. They said we did miracle in your name. He said, depart from me, I do not know you. You are a worker of what? You did not depart from iniquity. So Christianity has a responsibility of departing. Now, in ultimately, you will, you will depart because you love God. But first depart because you love yourself. I know you always say, you know, sin is not just about, just, it's, it's the love of God that will make you, you know, he loved righteousness. Then that made him hate iniquity. Now, but right now, you don't yet love righteousness. <laughs> so, even if you like iniquity, but depart from it. Till you will mature and love righteousness and hate you can't wait till when you will love righteousness before because you don't know when can you clap for me for preaching to you so you have to deal with the sin issue almost a lot of people don't have this witness. Now, this the church that has the witness is the one that will represent him. Are we together, friends? Alright. But in a great house, there are not only vessels to go of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some for honor, some for dishonor. Therefore, if any man cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, and useful for the master. So it means that it's not every vessel that the master is using. Are we together? It's not every vessel that the master is using. And don't forget, the context of this is sin. Prepare for every good work. Yeah? Flee also, youthful lust. But what? Pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those. Somebody say with those. This was the earliest scripture God gave me as a child of God. I was a teenager when I saw the scripture. And the one God pointed is with those. This was when I started calling my male friends to break up with them. I'm not uh, like that. I mean... To call upon the Lord, you need people. And look for people that match your righteousness passion. Some of you are friends with people who don't hate sin. You can't hate sin. You have to look for friends who call upon the Lord with a what? With a pure heart. You can't call upon the Lord alone. Eh? That's why you have to beg some people to be your friends. When you see their passion, you beg them, say, can I even be paying you monthly to be your friend? Yeah. So that that passion can rub off on you. You don't need people around you who will, who will pamper you, who will make it okay for you to be crazy. Am I, are we? You must have a firebrand association that both of you 
call abomination was an abomination. I know that we say, it is not easy. We go work on trying on it. Work on trying on it. May you not be tried with fire. <laughs> Are we together here? Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go back to Acts chapter 1. Let's look at that cloud again. Hey. A cloud received him. Are you together with me? Yes, Meaning that there is agreement. He didn't just go. Heaven came for him. There is agreement between his life and heaven. So this is our own. The cloud came for him. So that's it. You have to, you have to retain that cloud. The church, this new church that God is raising, will retain that cloud. Amen. About about nine years ago, an angel visited me. He came from heaven and told me. He spoke to me about this current revival going on. And he said, he said, one of the things God will do is that God is going to purify the vessels that God will use to lead that revival. And that was from um, Isaiah, I think chapter either 58 or 57, where he said that, is my heart, is my hand too short to save? And they began to tell us, give me, give me that scripture. Are you blessed? Okay, I'll round off now. Time has already gone. All right. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save. Neither is ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But what? Your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will what? Not hear. But your hands, you know that when I was talking about if we regard iniquity in our heart, he will not what he will not hear us. But your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue has muttered perverseness. None call it for justice, none any nor any pleaded for truth. They speak they, they trust in vanity and speak lies, they conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. They art cock trice <laughs> eggs and weave the spider's web. Either eat it of their eggs diet, and that which is crushed break it out into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the acts of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil and they make aids to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting and destructions are in their paths. The way of peace they know not and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Therefore is judgment far from us, neither does justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity for brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the world like the blind, and we grope as if we have no eyes. We stumble at no day. And... Now let's leave. Let's leave that. But I'm just telling you that are we together, friends? Yes, there is a huge impact that a life of sin 
has in relation to the manifestation of God's presence and God's glory in our lives as individuals and also in the and the corporate manifestation of God's glory via the church. Are we together here? And this has to be dealt with and nipped to the board. Now, now we have to raise a standard. Are we together here? Now, no matter how high we raise the standard, uh, there, there there will be fallings and crises. But we must not have a lifestyle of iniquity and expect grace to abound. The Bible already gave us a response to that. And that response is that God forbid. So we have to deal with the issue of error. We have to deal with the issue of sin. Especially fornication. We have to deal with bitterness. Are we together? Alright, so give me ten minutes. Let me just lay up, lay one. You know, I, I personally feel like what I just shared, God wanted me to share it. You know, because it's not part of um, there's no thought I shared today that I plan to share. Everything I'm sharing today, I did not plan to share it in today's Bible study. It was something else. I just, but I just felt the witness of the Lord in this regard. So a cloud received them out of their sight, and, um, maybe another time I'll give us more things that can deal with this cloud. But these ones I shared are very important. Error, sin, bitterness. Are we together here? Now, 10, quickly. I need 10 minutes. Can you give me 10 minutes? 10 minutes. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. All right. While, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. And then return day onto, now I've already thought about that, about how you need to create a routine, you know, uh, that, that can, you don't just, um, um, gaze on the spectacular. You must create a routine, a daily routine that keeps you, you know, receiving light and life from God. Now, they returned onto Jerusalem from the Mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they were come in, they went up into the upper room where abode Peter, James, John, and all the other guys, 14, quickly. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples. Now, I will just, I will just say something here for 10 minutes, and then we'll pick it up maybe on Sunday or another time. So in, in those days, Peter did what? He stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, the number of names together were about 120. Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled. Are you together with me? Now, one of the things about the apostolic ministry is that it unearths scripture. And then bring scripture to a now moment. Are you together with me? And then when that happens, all the necessary impartations begin to take place in a way where there can be a repetition of what has happened in the past. And that's why, that's why we, we, we joke 
When we take for granted the apostolic ministry, and in fact, the apostolic ministry is the first ministry that is that should bring leadership to the body of Christ. When you read all through scripture, the Bible says when they gave them the gift, the first one he gave them was apostles, prophets. When you go to the book of Corinthians, it says, firstly, apostles. When you go to the book of Ephesians, where he was talking about the house of God, he says that we've been built on the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. Are we together here? And so, we see here that in those days, Peter spoke. I can't, I, on Sunday I would, I would do this. In those days, Peter spoke. You see, because when God is doing a new thing, when there is a move of the Spirit, the hand of God will come mightily on one person. Are you together with me? Now, it's not because the person is better, but the person is chosen. God will choose somebody and put authority on that person's life. And that person will have a time frame of operating. Are you together with me? It was in those days, it was upon Peter that thing was on. Why? Because God had chosen Peter to do a particular work and to introduce a dispensation into the church. So in those days, Peter would stand up and speak. And you will check it. When you check even when Jesus was upon the face of the earth, we already saw signs of Peter coming into leadership. The, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the, the Holy Spirit, God the Father had already engaged Peter in a way where he did not engage anyone. Yeah. When we check the book of Matthew, within Matthew chapter 18, we was talking about who do people say I am. Everybody missed it. And then Peter stood up and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. So said, What? He says, flesh and blood did not reveal this except my father. Now you see, Peter began to have engagements and encounters with the father before any of the apostles were having it. Why? Because God had chosen Peter. Now, you will find out that that manifestation and that declaration of Peter was not necessarily out of maturity because some verses after that, he still missed it. But you see, the work was going on. And so, and so, sometimes when you are too canal, you see, you will, you will not be able to identify who God has chosen. Oh my goodness. There is somebody that God has chosen for a time and a season. Yeah, it's always like that. And then, you see, even though there are 12 apostles, you'll find out that they didn't have the same ranking. They didn't have the same authority. When you look at the 12, you still see James, Peter, and John having some level of um, um, stature that the, that the others did not have. And you see, they didn't have to say, well, all of us are apostles. No, all of us are not apostles. There are different tasks God has given us, and there, is, there are different levels of authority that God has. Do you know Paul said that God had, God who worked mightily in Peter for the Jews. So it means that Peter was the representation of the apostolic authority to the Jewish community, even though there were 12. But you see, the 12 lined behind Peter. Do you notice that when the Holy Ghost came, it was Peter that spoke? It was Peter that spoke. And when Peter speaks, the 12 is speaking. Are you together with me? And so, when God is setting up a revival, are you you with me, friends? He creates this this spiritual atmosphere that sometimes raises one person 
You see, not because the person is better, but the person represents the order. Yeah. Yeah. And the Holy Ghost begins to work on that person. And then one of the signs that that person is from God is that it will be able to unearth scripture. Not ability to teach. It's the ability to bring it alive. And then suddenly you just see what was in books will appear in your days. Now that's the, that's what the apostolic office can do. And that's core to revival. Can you lift up your right hand and say, Father, send us more grace, more fire. Send us more grace, more fire. Anoint us afresh. Fill our space. Fill our environment. Raise us, groom us. Make us extraordinary people. Oh, make us heavenly indeed. Can you pray in that light? Please let us pray. A few more minutes. Shandala Makose. Shele Mokota. Raise us, Lord. Grow us. Make us heavenly. Make us heavenly, Lord. Establish us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.